What's up, guys? Welcome to the Titanium Vault. I'm your host, RJ Bates III, and today's episode is my reaction to the 2021 Closers Olympics lineup. Not only the contestants, but also the judges, and apparently we've made some changes to how the, the format's going to work as well. So I want to also give my feedback on that. But look, before we get too much further, okay, just so you know, I'm going to be making fun of people. This is all in good fun. These are my friends. These are, are my colleagues. I have a lot of respect for them, but I'm also a competitor, and I have a lot of fun with this. Last year before the Closers Olympics, the trash talk was epic. We had a great time. And so I thought, what's the, what's the best way to start my favorite month of the year, October, other than doing a funny video about the Closers Olympics lineup reaction, okay? So don't get your feelings hurt. Don't blast me in the comments unless you just don't think it's funny, okay? So that being said, I'm going to share my screen here on the video portion of this. I want to go over the uh, how the competition works, right? Some of you might not know what the Closers Olympics is, okay? So the Closers Olympics is where only one closer will be standing during this two-day virtual knockdown dragout event. Ooh, sounds spicy. Okay, so what this is is basically we are getting on the phone with motivated sellers and we're seeing who can close deals the best, okay? So in each round, two closers will go head-to-head, -head, all right? Each closer will have 30 minutes to call sellers live one at a time with the goal to close a deal. Now, I will say, those 30 minutes, they go a lot faster than you think they're going to go, okay? Because you could get on the phone and you could waste three, four, five minutes before you find out, hey, this person really is not motivated. They don't want to sell. And at that point in time, you've got to make a decision. Do you get off the phone or do you move on to the next person, okay? The closer with the highest points will continue to the next round while the closer with the least points will be eliminated. In case of a tie, the audience will be given a poll to decide who the winner of that round is. Now, real quick, I'm going to bring myself back here. This would have been extremely helpful in 2020, right? It would have eliminated the whole Carlos, you know, kind of pulling one over on me because I think everyone in the audience agreed that I won last year. So I'm glad to see that change was made in, the, in how the tiebreakers are judged. Each closer will have a caller supporting them who will be dialing to get in contact with the seller. Okay, that's new. That helps. Last year, we were essentially cold calling warm leads is what we were doing. The comps will be provided by Propelio, and the closer will have the option to run his own comps. Okay, that's cool. Leads will be submitted by the audience and will 100% benefit and be the responsibility of the audience to fulfill contractual obligations. So essentially you put in your leads, we close them. It's still your deal. You don't have to JV with us or anything like that. There will be three judges who will be providing feedback and the total amount of points after each call. Okay. Now the points, how do those work? Building rapport is two points, negotiations, two points, creative option, one point, handling objections, two points, net ROI, five points, identifying pain, two points, a verbal agreement, two points, and a signed contract, four points, okay? The winner, how it works, the king closer will be selected on the final round of day two, 
and will be the last closer standing. The final rounds will determine who will receive the gold, bronze, and silver medals based on points scored. Judges will have the final call on who wins each round and medal. Okay, so look, this is a, a, an awesome event. I, I think anyone that attended last year's event got a ton of value. I watched every single call during the Closers Olympics last year. It was, it was about 20 hours of content. Now, I will say this year they've added a uh, Friday like pre-event where I believe people like attendees are going to be able to participate and try to become one of the attendees. I don't know if they're still doing that or not. I believe I've, that's what's been told to me. But look, I'm just a participant, okay? I, I don't know. I'm not running this or anything like that. I think some people got confused about that last year. They thought everybody was running it. Um, I'm just a participant. But there is a Friday portion of this as well. And then the, the actual closers Olympics will be Saturday and Sunday. But look, tons of value. Uh, tickets are super cheap. It's probably the cheapest thing that you're going to get for this long of content as far as closing goes, Okay. Now let's get into my reaction in the lineup, okay? We're going to start with the participants, the the 2021 closers, okay? And you see right here, here's the five that they have up there, uh, myself included, okay? So there's nine people that I want to give a reaction to. First and foremost, uh, the three people that have been running this for the past two years, Elijah Rubin, Keith Everett, Aaron Bevins. Uh, thank you so much for inviting me back. Uh, I'm actually surprised with the amount of trash talk that I did with you guys that I got invited back. Um, but that being said, look, Elijah Rubin, he finished in the top three last year. Um, I think everybody knows Elijah as uh, the rapport building king. You know, he does fire damage deals. Last year, he – it was surprising to me because – he literally pushed the envelope all the way up until two, three minutes left before he attempted to close the deal. I mean, it was all about building rapport. And so my reaction to, to Elijah being in the competition is if I have to go head-to-head -head against somebody, I very much don't mind going against Elijah. And the reason why is because I know I'm quick and I'm efficient and I can get to the point. And, and if he goes before me and I know that he locks the deal up, I know that I have enough time within 30 minutes to try to get multiple deals where that is not his objective. His objective is to build rapport and to eventually lock that deal down. He also was not locking deals down at a very discounted rate. And I think that's par, par, probably because he's in the Phoenix market and, and they can wholesale at insane values in Phoenix. So I think I have a little bit of an advantage there um, over Elijah. For, for two different aspects, I think I can buy deeper than him, and I, I think I can also uh, get more deals than Elijah. So um, he, he's a good dude. He's a really good closer, um, I, but I, I wouldn't mind going up against him, and I think it would be a great contrast of, of closing techniques there, right? Now, the next one is, uh, is Real Estate Diddy, Keith Everett, okay? Now, look. Hopefully this year, Keith doesn't blow it like he did last year. He had a great lead. Guy asked him, he was in Nebraska. He asked him, are you local here? He said, yeah, we've got an office. He didn't. Look, Keith feels like he got the short end of the stick last year because he went last on day one. I can guarantee he doesn't go last 
on day one this year. Um, hopefully he comes back with a good showing. Um, I, cause I, I felt for him. I think he felt the pressure of going last and he wasn't getting a whole lot of good leads. I, I expect more from, from Keith this year. Next is uh good buddy, Aaron Bevins. Look, I, I've been, uh, making fun of, uh, Aaron this whole year. No points Bevins. Okay. Max Maxwell roasted him during his time. He said, look, you didn't even give me enough to be able to to judge you. I, I give you zero points because there's nothing to go off of. I thought that was a little bit wrong. Um, I, I thought Aaron actually did do half bad with some of his leads. He had one on there that I think somebody else ended up talking to and basically had the exact same conversation and, and got voted on it. So I thought Max was a little bit harsh on him. Um I hope I go against Aaron out of everybody in the first round. I hope I go against Aaron. I wanted to go against him last year. Unfortunately, the, the chips didn't fall that way. Um, it would have been really embarrassing for Aaron had he gone against me because of how well I did. And, well, he didn't even score any points. Uh, but glad to see that he, he's showing face and, and coming back this year. Um, next is uh, Mr. Nick Perry, new contestant, okay, don't know a whole lot about Nick outside of he's like the, the PPC guy, right? That's what I know about. He's, he's nationwide, just like us. He's a virtual wholesaler. Um, I think he's like he's taking down uh, mobile home parts now and stuff like that. I know he runs a big team. I just I don't know what this guy is. Does he close deals himself? When was the last time Nick Perry closed a deal? I, I don't know the answer to that. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see. Um, unfortunately for him, in comparison to like half of the contestants, we already have a year of experience in doing this. I think he's going to kind of be running into a buzzsaw here. Um, and and just based off the fact that I don't know if he still closes the deals himself and then also just not having the experience of of being a part of the 2020 Closers Olympics. So interesting to see how that plays out. Um, the next person is Manny Cash. I don't think that's his actual name. I don't think his last name is actually Cash. I don't know what his actual last name is. Everybody just calls him Manny Cash. He's out of San Antonio, part of HBHS. Um, great guy. I think out of everyone, all of the contestants, this is the one guy that I'm most afraid of. I think he, I know he closes deals. I know he's actively doing that every single day. I know he's highly talented at it. Um, I, I think he is the person that I would not want to face in the first round. Um, I think he is, is, uh, highly talented and, and probably the person that I would vote outside of myself as the favorite to win Manny cash. Okay. Next is, uh, Steven Morales. I thought Steven should have made it to the finals last year. Okay. Um, Steven made it to the second round just like I did with Steve Trang. I thought me, Steven, and Steve should have made it to the finals. Um, not Andy, not Elijah, and not the guy that won last year. Um, I, I think Steven should have made it. I thought he did a really good job. I expect more from Steven this year, though. I, I think he he probably wasn't very pleased with himself. And, and I've seen him go live. He closes deals regularly. Um, Steven and I are the two guys that are regularly live, closing deals, um, unscripted. I think Steven's going to put in a good performance this year. Um, next is Lauren uh, 
Kroll. Um, I don't know Lauren um, at all. Uh, I know she's she's friends with Jesse Burrell for Batch, and he said she's a killer. Um, I'm glad that we got a woman involved this year. Um, so, Lauren, congratulations on being the token female. Uh, I don't know anything else outside of that. Um, we're going to skip over Andy for a second, and we're going to go to Max. Okay, so Max is Steve Trang's partner, okay? Now, you might be wondering, where's Steve Trang then? Where did he go? He was a contestant last year. He, he made it to the second round because he went against no points, Bevins, in the first round. Where's Steve this year? Well, we're going to get to that here in a second. Uh, my question is, is uh, Max is a contestant this year, and and his his buddy, his partner is a judge. Oh, it kind of smells a little bit like 2020 there. There's, there's, there's some uh, cohorts going, cohorting. Is that a word? Is that, that going on here? Like, how can... How can a business partner judge his 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 business partner in a competition like this? It's very odd to me. Uh, I just hope I avoid Max. I don't want to get screwed by a judge again. So I hope I avoid Max. Um, I Max is he a good closer? I'm assuming he's going to be a mirror image of Steve Trang. Um, so yeah, I think he's probably going to be pretty decent. Probably going to be pretty boring. He would probably be an average podcast host just like Steve if, if he was running a podcast as well. I think he'll just be a mirror image of what Steve Trang is. Okay, now we also have Andy Garcia here who finished in the top three last year. I can't remember a year, finished second or third. Um, the only thing that's worse than Andy's closing abilities is his trash-talking abilities, okay? So I made a post on Facebook right here where I made fun of Ryan Pineda, who's a judge this year, hair model, right? And, and I said, side note, Vegas odds are out at three to one that all in invest in Pineda Capital prior to November 5th for little Andy. I'm making a joke. I'm making a joke because I, I, I've been open and honest about the fact that, hey, there was some, there was a discrepancy in the judging last year with Mr. Reyes, right? And and how his his boy ended up winning. Well, you see down here, Andy's trash talk to me was, I'm gonna say this as politely as I can. Keep my name out of your sucking hole. You're irrelevant to me in our organization. I'm not even participating. He's not even participating. So you'll actually have a chance this year. But Andy, your picture's on the website. What do you mean you're not participating? What did this happen? Again. You wait until the website's launched. We've made the announcement, and now you're saying you're not participating? Oh, well, isn't that very all-in of you? You're going to get all the publicity. Your face is still all over the website. But then on a random Facebook post, you're going to announce you're not participating. Look, later on in that Facebook comment, he says he's willing to fight me, okay? Look, I'm not a fighter, okay? I'm a real estate investor. And, and I'm a closer, okay? I understand that you you can't actually beat me in a closing competition outside of Sugar Daddy being a judge and making sure that you win, so you want to fight me. Well, I don't fight people because, first of all, I'm a grown man, and we don't do that anymore, okay? We're not children. And uh, I'm actually glad Andy's not a part of this. I mean, I'm just going to be real. I thought he was not very good. I don't know how he made it as far as he did. I don't even know how he made the competition. 
So I'm glad that he's not going to be participating. Can't wait to see who's going to uh, replace him in the competition. I'll have a separate reaction for that person. All right. Now that we're done with the closers, okay, those, those are the participants. This is the, the best part to me. Look how many judges we have this year. It's like literally anyone with an Instagram that has more than 15,000 followers is a judge this year. So we've got returning judges, Max Maxwell and Brent Daniels. Okay. Max Maxwell, the retired real estate investor, now airplane pilot coming back to judge how to close real estate deals. That's, that's fun. Glad to have the, the airline pilot with us. And then you got Brent Daniels. Brent Daniels puts out so many YouTube videos. When was the last time Brent actually closed the deal? Does he even know how to do it anymore? I don't know. Between the, the bicep curls and the YouTube videos, I don't think he has time. I know his team does deals. When, when was the last time Brent did it? And if you haven't done it yourself in forever, how can you properly judge? I don't know. But good to see those two back because at least they were picking me last year. So at least we know they'll judge appropriately. Um, we've got Christina Aguilera with us and Crystal Polite. So the we, we, we added a couple of females to this this year. That should make everybody happy. That was a huge ruckus last year. Where are all the women? I can't believe this. It's a boys-only club. Uh, look, we added Christina and Crystal. Um, I'm... I've met both of them. I don't know much about them. I don't know much about their closing abilities. Um, it should be interesting to see how that plays out. Not quite sure how they got on the judges panel outside of the fact that they're women. That's just, I don't know. Um, next, we've got Steve Trang. I already talked about him. How do you get promoted to the judges panel when you didn't even make the finals last year? This is my question. Did they go to Steve and say, Steve, do you want to compete again? And he said, that's bad for my brand. Nope. I'm Steve Trang. I'm a real estate disruptor. You're going to make me a judge? I guess so. I mean, I'm. They, they obviously didn't think he was good enough to make the finals last year, so I don't know how he ended up becoming a judge. Um, next is the hair model, Ryan Pineda. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't understand this one guy is great. If this was a competition on how to be a, a, an influencer and build a TikTok channel and a YouTube subscriber. I, yeah, I mean, uh, I get it as far as closing deals. When was the last time Ryan Benita closed the deal? I don't know, but he's good looking and, um, maybe, maybe his hair model techniques will, uh, be good entertainment for everyone that's attending. Um, next we've got, uh, house buying Brian, Brian Aregbu. Um, again, don't know a lot about Brian. Um, don't know how he ended up on here. Congrats to you, Brian. Um, next pace Morby, good friend of mine. Uh, congratulations on the TV show, um, on a and E. I think it's, uh, premiering tomorrow. Um, my question is, is, is Pace going to be okay with me just locking up a deal cash? And he's going to be like, what you could have done was, is you could have done 
uh, sub to this, blah, 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 all this creative financing. Is he going to be okay with just normal transactions going down? And I don't know what days these guys are judging because they don't judge all together. They have their own separate days. I believe Pace is coming in for the for the final round, the championship. Um, so that should be interesting. I very much look forward to Pace's commentary um, when it, when he's actually when he when he's coming in. He said he wanted to compete. I don't know why he's a judge. I I wish he would have competed. I don't know if this is like a brand thing or, or what, um, but it would have been interesting to see. I, I actually called him out a couple months ago, and he, he was down for it. I don't know what happened in between there. Maybe the guys just wanted him to be a judge instead. And last but not least, uh, we've got uh, the man that, that started real estate education right after R Ron Legrand did, uh, Mr. Sean Terry, the grandfather of all real estate investing entrepreneurs. Sean, interesting fact, Sean Terry still sells real estate investing education on VHS tapes. Um, he, he's that old school. Um, not sure how long they're going to let Sean actually be a judge. Because uh, if, you know, I don't know if he'll be able to stay awake long enough. He might have to take a nap in between some of the, the sessions. Um, but happy to have the grandfather, Sean Terry, in with us. So, look, the event is November 5th, 6th, and 7th, okay? Um, tickets are $97 right now, okay? Like I said, it's going to be a great event. The content is unmatched, okay? As much as I like to give a, a hard time to some of these guys, everybody in here is doing deals. Um, they're doing deals at volume. Um, they're making good money. And this is for you guys to be able to come in, take different aspects of everybody's closing abilities and implement it into your business and become a better real estate investor or wholesaler, or whatever it is you're striving to be. Great event. Thank you to Alex Sines, who's also now a part of the team that's running this, Aaron Bevins, Keith Everett, Elijah Rubin for having me back. Thank you to them for uh, uh, allowing me to have fun with this, make fun of people um, and, and just have a good time with it. So, uh, Join us on November 5th, 6th, and 7th. Funny enough, I'm actually going to be out of town. I'm going to be in Cleveland, Ohio. And I'm going to be in Cleveland, Ohio, attending my son's hockey tournament. I'm not sure exactly what I'm going to do there. I'm thinking about renting out a space um, to do my, my calls. And I might do something fun there. So if you're interested, if you're close to Cleveland, if you're interested in participating in my uh, rounds during the Closers Olympics, drop a comment and, and let me know because I might do something fun there. But again, closersolympics.com, purchase your early bird tickets for $97 and join us on November 5th, 6th, and 7th. Thank you guys so much. We'll talk to you soon.